What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of The Decision Hour. Yeah. I'm Adam. With me, as always, we got J.D. What's up? J.D. into his house. <laughs> <laughs> we thought we'd switch it up for you guys just a little bit this morning. Oh, that's great. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's what we do. That's how that's we actually do. my intro. It's the intro for my, uh, my sports show. Oh, yes, really? Yeah, but I, I, look, I think it's definitely appropriate. I mean, I'm drinking my energy drink. You're high on Krispy Kreme right now, <laughs> so we got plenty of energy. We got a great show coming up. You throw with, me under uh, the bus, jerk. <laughs> so, yeah, you've had how many? I've, uh, so, the, okay, it's a funny story. True so story. What had Real quick. So, what happened was. Um, yeah, no, I, I went to Krispy Kreme this morning because I went and got. Uh, There's a reason why these donuts well, I thought are banned you, I th- in Honestly, states. I thought you were gonna you partake in them a little bit, and then I, I can't. Man. I thought I'd have a couple people here at the, you know, at, at the studio here that are walking around. I thought they would, they'd have some. Nobody took any. Well, you don't want to waste the food. No, I mean they're Krispy Kreme donuts. I mean you can't let that go to waste. You know. <laughs> So um, there's definitely a tire around my waistline. <laughs> so, so. But enough about me. Let's talk. Oh, man. Let's talk about you. First off, JD. First, welcome back. Thank you. Uh, how is your Thanksgiving? Fulfilling. Yeah. Talk about it. I cheated on it. I, what I did now, what I'm talking about. I did eat, eat quite pizza? a bit of food. No, no, like no, that no. type of cheating. No, or? no, 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 no. A lot of people though, you know, they'll spend hours of cooking everything and every side and everything. We cooked the turkey. Mm-hmm. I ordered all the all the sides, and they were phenomenal. Oh yeah, like where'd you order it from? I didn't even know you could do something like this. Where, where'd you order it from? Boston Market. Oh, go figure. Dude, they're phenomenal. Their vegetable stuffing and their mashed potatoes. And There's that awkward moment of silence right now. Folks. It is awesome, man. <laughs> Absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> Absolutely phenomenal. We had a hundred. Thirty-two times. What's what's thirty? Thirty-six times. You're four. asking me a math question. Thirty-six times four. It's one twenty. That's one. We had about one hundred and forty ounces of mashed potatoes that we ordered. Uh, the mac and cheese was. <laughs> You, so you went God. all out. Oh yeah, dude. That's and cool. My roommates love me yeah. for it. Yeah, I've got I've got so many roommates. And I'm I'm the elder statesman in the house. Yeah, you know I love having a having a having a house of. Now just, you got a pretty big house. It is. It's six so bedroom. How, how many people live live there? It's six bedrooms, so there's six people. Oh yeah. Um, give or take a couple girlfriends that come in and out. Yeah. You know, but uh, it's a big house, and and I I take it a, in, on my responsibility to make sure that their holidays are good, even though for Christmas they're on their own because I'm doing a staycation for Christmas. Oh, yeah? Um, I won't be at the house. We'll be at the... uh, Oh, where are we staying? It's at the uh, Talking Stick Resort. We'll be spending uh, four days there. You keep saying we. Me and a friend of mine... Me and a friend. Friend, quotations, we'll hanging Quinn, out. Friend. We'll yeah. be hanging out at the Talking Stick for yeah, 40. We got yeah. one of the suites. Um, That's some friend if you got a suite. Yeah, we got one of the suites that we're, 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 we're just getting away for a little while. We're not really getting away, but we're getting away. Okay. You know, um, so, and she's the reason why my face looks like it does right now right because she kicked the, the crap out of me no she didn't um i shaved what yeah man i shaved my beard and everything and uh everybody says i look you know 10 years younger which is, there's no more gray on right but uh, my friend who doesn't like beards 
even said, yeah, you need a little bit of facial hair. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so I'll be growing a little bit of it back. It'll only take me a few days because I'm half Sasquatch. Show, showed, so. my, showed that picture to my son, and he was <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> That's his yeah. first, whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I look like I'm about his age. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I wouldn't push that, but. A little more experience. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, um, one of the things that I did start, though, is I started getting more into books. Um, and one of the things that we teach on the Decision Hour is to make sure that, uh you know, you're you're doing some personal development now. But but before we get into that, you know, please allow me to ask you, how was your Thanksgiving? Festive. Um, cold. It was cold. Went. Uh, I went home for the first time in 22 years, and by home, uh, I'm in Wisconsin. That's where I'm uh, where I have originated from. Uh, and I took my son home uh, for deer hunting season because that's a big thing up there. How'd and, that go? Uh, it was uh, he he got he bagged his first deer. Awesome! Uh, very very exciting. It was it was a good hunt. Uh, kind of quiet this year because we only get two deer. Usually we get you know we get more, but it, the, the fact that you know I went up there because I wanted to be there to see my son get his first deer, and uh, I was in the stand with him when it happened. We kind of walked him through the through it, and uh, it, it was you know a proud proud moment. You know when when I was his age, you know uh, you know my dad, you know I, the the woods that we hunted and my my, my dad's parents. So uh, my dad shot his first deer out of that woods. I shot my first deer out of that woods. My my little brother shot his first deer out of the woods, and now my son shot his first deer out of the woods. That's awesome. So it's it's uh, you you know, drink a lot, the blood. A lot of people, you know, like oh no, you know, big deal. But for you know, it's it's little things like that 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 mean a lot to me uh, from the family side of things. What movie is that from where they so, shoot the deer and then they drink the deer? Is it Red Dawn? I have no idea. I think so. No, but we didn't know. The original Red yeah, Dawn. We didn't do that. That's crap too. Um, um, we, we didn't do that. But, uh, you know, he for for my family, that's a, a step into manhood uh, is that. And so Chris, you know, he, he, he I was so proud of him because he, he, he did very, very well. Uh, field dressed it and, and uh, butchered butchered it. And, and, we you know, during each process that we walked him through, uh, he learned a lot. And uh, that's awesome. it was it was a lot of fun. So that's a story for yeah. the classroom yeah, right yeah, there. It, it really is. And uh, so we got a, a, a bunch of jerky that we're going to be making this week. Dude, and, jerky uh, venison. Yeah, and uh, we've already made two batches, and and they're already gone. So, so, so this week we're gonna, make, we're gonna make a big batch, and uh, we're gonna limit our intake a day so we can yeah, share can it with I, Can I get a piece? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let me just go ahead and get a piece. <laughs> but but, but uh, you know, good. Uh, it was it was a good time, and they got to see you know, of course, the grandparents, the aunts and uncles, and and then um, it's awesome. We're gonna be excuse me. We're gonna be turning around and going back up there here in a couple of weeks couple weeks or so it's cold up there though you know it wasn't that bad it's very warm up there for this time of year uh you know i think the coldest it was was like 19 uh which is you know but there was no snow on the ground i'm now, wearing a jacket snowed. in the studio it, right it, now it's it snowed uh thanksgiving day that's awesome yeah you know so it was uh it, but it was nice it was it was nice the weather wasn't too incredibly bad there was a couple cold days where you're just like man this is miserable but put space peter up there in the tree I like it when there's fresh you know it makes it easier to track the deer yeah so but uh yeah so that was it it was a good good thanksgiving and uh so yeah phenomenal books, books. books. so Learning. i started 
this new book. It's called Start With Why by Simon Sinek. Okay. Highly recommended. Um, because, I mean, there's a saying, you know, that we say, you know, is if you're an entrepreneur, you have to know the reason why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, most people become entrepreneurs because they need the extra money, but it, it is what that money represents, the time, time freedom, the family freedom, the whatever the case may be. So when you when you make the decision to make that change, and it's a big change to go from the cubicle life to the entrepreneur life, you have to have the why that makes you cry. And it, it sounds... A little funny, you know, the why that makes you cry. But if if there's something that you want, if there's a change that you desperately need, you know, whether it's, you know, the fact that you stay up at night and you can't sleep because your bills aren't paid or you stay up at night and you can't sleep because your kids are mad at you because you can't spend any time with them because you're too busy with work or whatever the case may be, those types of things will get to a person. And those are the reasons, those are the whys that people make the decision because without making that decision, all it does is make you cry, that you can't spend time with your kids, that you can't travel, that you can't take your significant other to the places that they deserve to go, you know, mm-hmm. that you that you can't spend time on a Wednesday afternoon in the studio trying to help people because you're stuck in the cubicle. And that's, that's my, one of my own personal whys. There's so many people that I want to help especially in my target market among veterans and among cubicle workers that I know that they want more. I know they deserve more, but they, they just can't make that decision. So it's my mission to help them make that decision. And this book start with why, uh, is absolutely phenomenal. And he makes some great points. And one of the points that he talks about is he uses Apple company, Apple company, um, as the primary example of the way things should be. Because if you look at it, you look at Steve, everybody knows who Steve Jobs is. And if you've ever heard his, his speech or a part of his speech about the crazy ones, you know, I, if you haven't heard it, go online, go on YouTube and look up the crazy ones, Steve Jobs. It's like a three-minute speech. It's about challenging the status quo. It's about stepping outside of that cubicle and becoming more of a person than staying inside that cubicle will allow you to be. So Apple's idea with Steve Jobs, interesting fact, Steve Jobs doesn't have a communications degree. He doesn't have an electronics degree. Mm-hmm. Um, he's never actually created any piece of electronics or come up with the the design or the purpose for any he's piece. He's really smart. I'm putting people together he is he his reason he was, he was and the, well the reason why people followed him and the reason why people buy Macs not because they're a superior company because I'll tell you right now my Mac is a piece of crap right now it's three years old but it quits on me about every two minutes because the RAM is dying I gotta get it fixed people don't buy Macs people don't buy iPhones people don't buy iPods because it's the superior product. People buy Apple products because it's an identity. It's when yeah, when, when people yeah, put down I'm gonna, I'm gonna disagree with you. Hold on. Brother. When people put down Apple products, 
people that have Apple products feels like, you know, if I tell you that your Mac is a piece of crap, you're going to feel mad about it. Because you took the time to go out and and buy the Mac, but but it's because that's a part of your identity. If you have an iPhone too, like I do, that's a part of my identity. I feel bad about saying Macs are are, are a bad product, but there's nothing technologically that Macs do that any other computer company out there can't do. There's nothing. The reason why people buy Macs as opposed to like PCs is because it allows them to be an individual. It allows them to have their own identity. And that is what Apple is all about. It's that why. It's that stepping out and challenging the status quo. That's why so many people followed Steve Jobs. It was his why. It was his belief that people have the right to step out and challenge the big corporations. When he challenged Dell Computers, when he challenged Sony and Philips in the music world, when he challenged the phone companies, when he challenged Ma Bell, it wasn't his idea for the product that did it. It was just the idea that you have the right to step up and be different. That's what Steve Jobs was all about. That's why Apple is so part of They spend zero dollars on market research. Zero. Because they create their own reasons for the product. When most companies start, they, they come out and they present it to you like when, when Samsung comes out, they said, this is our product, this is what it does. When Sony comes out with music, this is our work, this is what it does. When Apple comes out, they say, this is who we are. We just happen to sell these products. It's completely different marketing. And speaking of products, we're going to be speaking with uh, Steve D'Amico from BrokenGearWare.com here in just a moment. So... uh, Let's go ahead and bring them on. Let's, man. Br- let's bring them on. So we'll be right back. I'm excited about this. So let's, yeah. let's go ahead and bring them on. All right. Folks, we uh, got a very special guest uh, on with us today. Uh, Steve D'Amico. Did I say that right? Steve D'Amico? D'Amico. Yeah, D'Amico. D'Amico. All right. So see, I I'm horrible with names, and it's funny. It's it's I ought to just do a video a, a video clip of me pronouncing guest names because I'm it's, surprised it's like you I'm, got Steve right. I'm like borderline illiterate. I don't know what it is, but uh, I'm a special kind of person, and that's all right. My mom still loves me. So, um, but you know, Steve is joining us uh, today, and. I'm super excited about this little backstory uh, about Steve. I uh, met Steve, uh, oh, must have been about three, four weeks ago, about a month ago. It was Veterans Day. Yeah, it was vet- that's right. It was Veterans Day at the Vets Rocks uh, event in Connecticut at the Mohegan Sun. Oh, now, Steve the is the uh, owner and founder of a company called uh, Broken Gear Wear. Um, and I was, I just happened to be, you know, minding my own business. I'm walking along and I just happened to look over and saw these shirts and, you know, some hats and this stuff looked pretty cool. And here was this, this rugged guy standing behind the thing, smiling, hey, come on over. So I went over and, and striked up a conversation. Lo and behold, here we are today. So Steve, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me. Not a problem, not a problem. It's, uh, so for our listeners, tell us a little bit about you. Uh, military veteran? 
Yes, I am. Okay, so tell us a little bit about that and then how you progressed into uh, starting this company. All right, very good. So uh, I served uh, for a total of 18 years in the Air Force. Uh, most of it was uh, in the National Guard. Um, and I served eight years active duty uh, within the National Guard working in a counter-drug program and a uh, air transportation. So I went a lot of places, did a lot of things, and um, what happened, my story is, uh, how I came to found this was I actually was injured in a line-of-duty accident where I shattered my ankle. They put, uh, I think it was 7 to 11 screws in there and a big piece of stainless steel, and they basically told me that you're done. You're, you are no longer, you're broken. And I was like, oh, okay. So I went through years of physical therapy and I went through all, through all this kind of rehab and I started to have to go through, you know, psychological issues too. Like, what do I do now with my life? Where am I going? What's going to happen? So one thing led to another and I was, you know, medically retired and, uh, you know, and it really, it really kicked in like the day after when you're like, whoa, I don't, I don't have a team anymore. No one's got my back right now. So I thought, well, you know, it's okay. I'll go, I'll go into the civilian world and work. And, uh, I went out and got a job and, as you put the expression, you went over like a fart in church. So <laughs> not a, yeah, not a good, uh, not a good experience. So I came out, I was angry. I was like, you know, I was like, I'm broken, but I'm not beaten. So I was kind of like, Hmm. I could put that on a shirt, you know. And so I started thinking, I, funny enough, there I am at the VA and talking to my psychiatrist, and I told her about this idea. She said, I got something for you. And it was a program called the Entrepreneurial Boot Camp for Disabled Veterans. And they have it all across the country. I did it in Connecticut. And they basically take your concepts. It's 18 hours a day for 10 days. And they basically help you build your business. And I build my business and uh you know so that's kind of a history and what led me to kind of form broken gear that is something else now i know the the counter drug program you worked for because i worked for that same counter drug program here in arizona um probably pretty close around the same time you were you were on it as well um now the show that you're on, folks, you're listening to the Decision Hour, and this is all about making a decision uh, to better your life. and And this is a great story. You know, I, I, this is a prime example with with Steve here um, talking about. You know, he he made that decision to to take a you know what I like to call the leap of faith. Oh yeah. Without yep. a doubt. Yep. Yep. And uh, I mean, so, how did I mean? When, but when you did that, how? What were your thoughts going through your head? I mean, is, so you had this idea of uh, starting a business, broken gear wear. Uh, and, and if you get it, the opportunity, folks, you got to check out their website. I believe it's brokengearwear.com. Is that correct? That is correct. There's also our Facebook page too, as well. The uh, website's going through a little maintenance right now. It's, it's up, but the way the Facebook page gives a little more of the news of what we're doing. And and so you'll I, you'll love okay. the stuff that they got, folks. Uh, you know, the holiday season's around the corner, uh, and and uh, you know, hats and shirts and stuff. The great stocking stuffer. So just an idea. I'm going to throw that out there. Make sure you check it out, brokengearwear.com, and then uh, look them up on Facebook as well. Thank you very much. And yeah, and again, so how, I mean, how did it come to be? I, you know, I, I went, I wasn't sure, like, how are other veterans going to react to the fact that, like, you know, we're broken. Like, we all need to accept the fact that, you know, we were all gears in the war machine and some of those gears were broken, right? So 
I when I went to the veteran boot camp and I ran it by them and they were overwhelmingly like, this is awesome and you have to do it. So then I started building on that. I'm like, well, you know, these guys are awesome. I could hire some of these guys as sales reps. And I thought to myself, like, what if I could put together like a nationwide team of disabled veterans to work as sales reps? Not only to like retail stores, but veteran-owned businesses. I mean, you say to a veteran-owned business, well, who's making your shirt? You know, you don't know. Why not broken gear? So then, as one thing leads to another in life, I was like, all right, now I could actually get a facility where I could actually make the clothes in country made by veterans, because not all vet salespeople. So we could give them a, a job and uh, where they're, you know, the philosophy being, you know, you're you're among you're amongst your teammates. We got your back. You know, and that's what doesn't exist in corporate America or out there in the civilian world where the people are, you know, rats and they're trying to get up the social ladder and no one has your back. So that's my philosophy behind this company. And and from that came our, our not-for-profit, which is called Team Broken Gear. And what that is, is I, you know, I know a lot of guys and, you know, some real close to home that have dealt with suicidal issues and severe depression and so on and so forth. You know, not too, you know, kind of real close to home. But anyway, so what can we do to help them? Well, I thought about sports. And so Team Broken Gear became our 501c3 where we go out there and we want to reduce the veteran suicide rate through getting them involved in athletics. So we raise money. We buy, we're playing, and we're going to buy memberships to athletic facilities, gyms, kickboxing dojos, so on and so forth. And we make special shirts called Team Broken Gear. You can see some of them on the uh, website and the Facebook page. You can't buy those shirts. You got to earn them. You're a disabled veteran. You earned it. You can't buy them on the website. So, you know, we find out who you are. If you're in the area, you know, as we grow, it'll be available more and more across the nation. But we're looking to, uh, you know, be able to provide them with the outlet. Maybe they can't afford to go kickboxing, but if they can go for free and they meet people they like, you know, maybe instead of doing drugs or alcohol, they'll turn to, you know, sports. So that's kind of the... uh the path we've taken. I mean, we're just starting. It's only been a year. And, you know, you get your proverbial ass kicked quite a bit in regards to, uh, you know, getting a business going <laughs> yeah. from nothing. Yeah. You know, I'm not a trust fund baby. No, I, I, I get it. You know, I, uh, you know, I've been doing this. I, f- I founded an organization about, what, three years ago. Uh, shut that down four or five months ago and, and rebranded it to what it is today. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's been a, like you said, the proverbial ass kicking and it's, uh, you know, there's not much ass left. Um, you know, <laughs> so, 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 so I, I, you know, I get it. And I think a lot of, a lot of our listeners that are entrepreneurs and stuff, they get that too. And it's, it's, you know, if you believe in, in what it is that you're doing, uh, and it's for the better, of the community better, you know, not just, not just the veteran community, but here, you know, we're on the heroes media, uh, group network, you know, the heroes community as a whole, um, you, you put the purpose before the profit and, and, and as one of the co-founders of this organization it says, you know, purpose with the profit and you put the purpose first, the profit will always follow. And it sounds like you're on the right track of doing that, Steve. Exactly. I mean, and again, what was really important to establish this is, you know, well, not what do we make, but why do we exist? 
you know, the clothing we sell, our catalyst that drives this machine that's going to inevitably put veterans to work across the country and provide, you know, complimentary, you know, athletic memberships and races and so on and so forth. So that's, you know, and that's kind of exactly the same thing you just said. It's, you know, it's really, uh, you know, the why is the most important thing. And that's why... I'm talking to you. Okay. Absolutely. You know. oh, J.D., you have a question. Yeah, I do. First off, Steve, thank you so much for being on the Decision Hour. I definitely commend you. Uh, I was taking a look at your website, and it's absolutely astonishing what, what you've been able to put together. Um, the the part that I love before I, I, I ask the question is that you're reaching out and you're actually giving uh, veterans a place to, you know, feel like that they, they belong again so that they don't have to turn to drugs uh, Drugs and alcohol. Now, there, there's many, many ways that you could do that. So, why, why exactly did you turn to to sports as opposed to to any other types of hobbies? Well, I mean, again, I think I think you know, if someone in the military has that, you know, to some degree, all of us have that alpha male, alpha female personality. You know, starting a knitting club is not really going to strike a chord with you know. The veterans. Um, I know for myself, like, you know, before I was injured, I was really into kickboxing and Brazilian jiu-jitsu and whatnot. And, you know, trying to get back into it, it was difficult. And, and, you know, so I think like wanting sports is like that adrenaline rush you get, that competition, not only to mention, you know, in the military, people feel that brotherhood, that kinship. On a sports team, to a much lesser degree, they still have that. So, you know, is it the same? No. But is it a close, you know, substitute. I mean, I guess it could be in theory. So that's why I kind of picked sports. And uh, that was kind of my rationale behind that. You know, I completely agree. I, now, other than being a show host, I've got a couple shows on the network. One is a sports show, but I'm also the director of sports entertainment for Heroes Media Group. And one of the reasons why um, I love sports so much, it's on the same wavelength. Sports gives you the opportunity to kind of forget about what's going on in life right now. Forget about the bills. Forget about the stress. Even if you're just watching a game and you're not partaking, I think, you know, just those three hours away from, you know, the stress, the bills, the worries and whatnot, where you're not thinking about that, I think that does a lot for them. So even if they're not active, they're still involved by watching it. So I I definitely believe in your cause. Um, And I think it's definitely a a very worthy cause to be a part of i've always thought that especially after like like 9-11 for example when the company was trying to uh, when the country excuse me was trying to get back on their feet one of the first sporting events that took place was at yankee stadium it was a game it was a yankees game i forgot who they were playing but it meant so much just to be a part of that environment and to learn to be normal again. And, and that, I remember that game, I, yeah, I remember that game very much. So how emotional it was watching that, you know, and mm-hmm. it's, and, and it's true that the sports really do strike a chord because, you know, again, you're playing, you know, you're kickboxing. You're not really thinking about, you know, your mortgage, you're thinking about getting, not getting punched in the face, you know, so, so, and then that, uh, the endorphins release, you know, it's, it's very similar to 
what I imagine someone you know who's doing drugs and alcohol they get the uh, dopamine fix so this is kind of the you know the endorphins get released when you hit someone or get hit in a positive environment you know right so you know I think that's kind of an important thing to to kind of put back in our bodies you know because we long for that Right, and I agree. I, I just want to say it's a very honorable uh, mission that you're on for you and your organization. Um, I, I believe in it wholeheartedly, and uh, you know, more than happy to have you on the show again. I definitely want to thank you for being on, um, Adam. Did you have another question? No, it's you know, I'm you know, I'm, I'm thinking back, you know, uh, meeting Steve. Uh, on Veterans Day and whatnot, and it's just, you know, you meet certain people and you get that good vibe uh, about it. And, and some of the products that he has, I mean, the shirts are really nice. He's got a couple, of, some of the hats and stuff that I saw. It was just like, oh man, yeah, these are these are great. Um, and then the story that he brings behind it, you know, right. it, it, it's something else. And, that, and that's what this show is all about, you know, the decision hour. Um, and we, we want to highlight stuff like that. And and you know, Steve, we got. Uh, uh, we got some more shows that are coming up uh, here at the beginning of the year uh, with the Heroes Media Group, uh, and there's going to be opportunity for you to get on those shows as well. Uh, I just, you know, I, I really like what you're doing, and uh, and that's what I mean. That's what it's all about is helping the community. You know. Well, thank you, and I appreciate that. And again, as you know, as Broken Gear grows, you know, we want to spread across the country. So, you know. You guys are in Arizona. Uh, you know, eventually I want to have a team of sales reps and a team of marketing people out there and, you know, trying to, again, can can we change the whole world? No, but we can make a difference, you know. I said to someone, I said, you know, this is, you know, our, our mission is not just making clothing, it's changing veterans' lives. And one other thing, too, I want to add, too, if, you, if veterans out there want to share their story, they can actually submit it to our website and we can post it up there and they can tell, like, here's how I became broken and here's what I did to kind of remedy that. So there are some good examples, you know, guys I know that put up there, they were, you know, homeless and now they're, you know, owning their own business and so on and so forth. So it's kind of a very positive affirmation. So awesome. thank you guys so much for your for your time. I really appreciate it. And uh, anyone up there, go check us out on Facebook or check out our website and help spread the word of Broken Gear. Perfect. And, awesome. and again, folks, it's broken. Listen, you're listening to this uh, show right now on a podcast, which means you're on the Internet right now. Open up another browser. Go to brokengear.com. Go Broken to, Gear Wear. Uh, excuse me, Broken Gear Wear. Thank you. Brokengearwear.com. And then check them out and go, and go over and like them on on, uh, on Facebook. Show them some love. Like I said, they got some, you know, the holiday season's upon us. Uh, these are great stocking stuff for ideas and, uh, and, and, and whatnot. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to be uh, getting my shirts and, and a hat here soon. So, uh, Steve, any parting words before we let you go for the day? No, I just want to thank you so much for giving me the opportunity out there and for all the listeners, if you can just, just help us spread the word. I mean, uh, every little bit helps, you know, and, and uh, you know, one team, one fight. If we all get together, we can make a difference and we can save some veteran lives and change veteran lives. But thank you so much, and you guys have a wonderful day. Hey, thanks, Steve. Take thanks, care. Steve. All right, right now. All right, so um, another great company. That, that know, was and it's somebody, somebody that I, that I just happened to run across at these shows, you know. And, and for the record, folks, a lot of people think that when when I'm gone and we don't do a, a, a show for the week, that Adam's off partying or whatever. Most of the time, there's some truth to a little bit of that. But uh, <laughs> it's at these shows where I meet guys uh, like like Steve. 
you know, and 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 the, that Vets Rocks uh, show uh, was amazing because there was a lot of people, and you you got uh, more people that you're gonna hear. Um, from just that particular event. Uh, later on this afternoon, we're going to be doing an interview, um, a pre-recorded interview with with uh, um, some of the owners from Barefoot Winery. Um, but but like I said, uh, Broken gearwear.com check it out i really i'm digging the shirts i really am i like the shirts yeah they're really cool they're they're pretty cool and i think what he's got and the idea that he wants to to do with this you know i got some people that i want to put him in touch with because i think there's a lot of opportunity for some cross promotion and some synergy there so i think what it is 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 great and again it goes back to the decision you know this show is called the decision hour it's about making that decision coming to terms with you know you're either unhappy with the situation or in your life or you're going to decide to make that decision to change to move forward to be positive to start working out, to you, whatever the case is, but you're mm-hmm. making that decision. Your feet are on that line. Are Go ahead gonna, and step over. Right? Yeah. Are you going to step over? Are you going to? Are you going to have faith? Are you going to have trust? Make the decision to do so, folks. I tell you, uh, I've done it, and it, it's not easy. I'll tell you this right now: it is not easy. If you're looking for an easy way out, then don't make the decision. Don't. Because, because but if you want to change your life, you want to take, you know, I, Albert Einstein. Failed a lot, right? Look at all the the, the great inventors and uh, leaders of, of, of the past in, in history. They've all failed. They've all done this. But and they, most of them were shunned by their community. Right. But they made that decision to, to do better things. And there's a lot of things that we uh, reap the rewards off of their hard work from today. Mm-hmm. Because they made that decision to move forward. Does that make sense? It makes perfect yeah. sense. And you know, going back to the beginning of the show, what we were talking about with the book that I, that I'm reading by Simon Sinek is 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 finding the the why that makes you cry. You know, finding your reason of why you're going to make that decision. And if it if it doesn't make you cry, then you need to find a, you know something else to do. And and you know, Steve has a had a has a awesome mission that he is on and it's for you know his brothers his sisters that he served with you know this isn't just somebody that that wants to do right you know just within the community this is somebody that has lived that lifestyle and understands the pain and suffering that you know our brothers and sisters in arms go through on a daily basis right and he has found a way to be able to help. And and that's the best thing because, you know, we, we talk a lot about being an entrepreneur on this show, but we also talk a lot about, you know, making that decision that will help you, you know, change your life. And, and to be honest with you, being an entrepreneur is not about selling products. It's about solving problems. Right. And again, it's just a, it's a great mission. It's a great example of what it is that you should be doing. So, you know, again, my hat's off to Steve uh, for what he's doing at Broken Gear Wear. So, 
Special thanks to uh, Steve at BrokenGearWare.com for uh, being our special guest today. Also want to give a big special thanks to the Student Veterans of America. Go to StudentVets.org. They got their national conference coming up in uh, January that we're going to be attending down in Orlando, Florida. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to our sponsors, uh, Premier Social Media. Uh, That's Premier with an E. Uh, social media Shyla is doing a lot of great things she does online training uh, now you definitely want to check her out she's got a, a huge huge following uh, she does a lot of great things wanted to uh, give thanks to Reality Realty uh, Virginia Heroes based out of the uh, you know DC area Mammoth Global Partners also want to give thanks to um, Red Oak Marketing uh, they do all of our stickers, hats, shirts, uh, and stuff like that, which a lot more stuff is coming to you in 2016. Folks, if you're going to the website, heroesmediagroup.com, you're going to, over the next 90 days, you're going to see a huge transformation uh, change with the uh, the website. Um, so... Uh, Make sure you're following us on Facebook, all that other stuff. Am I missing uh, anything? That's that's it, man. You so, did a great job. You're getting good at this. I'm, you know what? It, yeah, exactly. I'm at, starting to act like I've done it once or twice. You know. So, folks, uh, you know, until next week, we'll be back next week. We got more guests lined up. Make sure you follow us on Facebook. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, go to heroesmediagroup.com. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook at the decision hour. Uh, until next week for JD, I'm Adam. Thanks for listening to the decision hour. We'll see you next week, folks. Try